Hey friends, it's Andy. Welcome to our new show, Accelerate Expresso. Look, I mean, I know you're busy, and it's hard to keep up with all six of the great episodes we publish each week. So, with this show, Accelerate Expresso, we're going to deliver highlights from each episode from the previous week. And in the process, give you short, delicious shots of insight from a show you might have missed, and to help amp you up for the coming week. Now, before we jump into it, please remember to visit iTunes or Google Play or wherever you listen to subscribe to this podcast. And while you're there, leave a review, please, for Accelerate. We need your feedback to ensure that we keep delivering the high levels of value you expect. Okay, let's express it. First up, from episode 440, is Libby Gill. Libby is founder and CEO of Libby Gill & Company. She's an executive coach, consultant, speaker, and leadership expert. Well, one thing is I, I think people don't think about their end game early enough. And if, if you're going to go to the, the trouble and the expense to build a social platform and your website and all of those things, it, it's really, it's not just one big end game. Oh, I want to be rich and successful. Like, right, who doesn't? But what are the steps along the way? Where will you be connecting with customers? What is the consistent message that you're going to build across all of these brands? And I, I see people coming with who've jumped into building the website, starting their social media, putting their editorial calendar, all of these things together without thinking who's, as they like to say in, in marketing, who's your avatar? Who's your ideal customer? Who more than anybody do you want to attract? And then backing into how does every piece of your brand connect with that person? Because, of course, it, 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 even though that first moment is critical, it doesn't mean somebody's going to buy your five or $25,000 program because they like the look or the sound of your voice or the homepage on your website. It is those multiple touch points. And at every one, I see people understanding that they've got to reach out on multiple occasions and in different ways. But I think at each touch point, whether that's a tweet or a conversation, a phone or direct mailing, which people don't do so much anymore, which is why it's attractive again, is that you've got to deepen the value. You've got to give something additional, occasionally something surprising, something people would pay for that you're offering for free. I mean, you've really got to shower your people with with sort of love and information up front before you're going to get their trust and and their loyalty, certainly. On Tuesday, in episode 441, I spoke with Javed Iqbal. Javed is CEO and founder of Transformix.io. He's a digital futurist, advisor, educator, and speaker on customer innovation. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, to single out sales, I think, is, is in, it's interesting in itself. Because if you look at some of these bigger deals that happen, it's got the fingerprints of pretty much everybody across the board, right? You've mm-hmm. got your success folks and your, and your services folks and your alliances folks and your, uh, you know, leadership and, and, and everybody in itself as well. And yet it's the sales person who is somehow responsible for the, for the end all be all. And yeah, you're the quarterback, you're the whatever. But I think as the function in itself gets redefined, as these lines of sales service and marketing get blurred and, you know, upcoming comes in the, the way I look at things on the customer acquisition and the customer retention piece, I think that just changes the game because up until now, it's the adage has been on acquisition. That's where the salespeople have been paid for. That's where the hunting happens and so forth. 
But more increasingly, the, these hunting farmers are sort of bringing in bigger deals because they understand the value and they can bring the value in mm-hmm. it as well. So the retention, which you know, sort of helps you even sell more at the end of the uh, of your subscription, becomes your sales team. Next up, episode four forty two is Ray Makala. Ray is chief customer officer at Sales Readiness Group. Right, right. I, yeah, I think there are two things going on there. Um, one is we haven't asked the question in the right way to determine if we are getting ROI. You know, do we know what success looks like? And mm-hmm. that's one of the points we'll get to in the article. Sure. Um, the other thing is, yeah, I, I think we often go through the motions and, and it kind of the training becomes an end to itself as opposed to a means that we're using to solve some other uh, problem or accomplish something in the organization. So I think often it's really hard to look back and say, yes, this was effective and here's why. Well, yeah. I mean, I think most companies, as you said, treat it as an obligation, as a box to be checked. Yeah, we, we've got some money in the budget for sales training this year. Let's use it without really thinking about, okay, what's the, really the best way for us to use this money? I mean, I had a, a client recently that had a similar conversation. I was like, okay, well, that, here's what we should be doing. And they said, yep, great idea. But, uh, you yeah, know, we'd already sort of said we we're going to spend it on this. And it's like, okay, but that's not going to give you what you really want. But they were just bound and determined to spend the money. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And again, um, why, why was that money set aside and what did we think was going to happen? And for that $2.2 billion, you know, what should we be getting? You know, what would a reasonable return be if we were able to really satisfy those objectives? Well, I think we could argue that $2.2 billion isn't enough if done appropriately. I mean, I think this number I heard uh, from talking to a gentleman, a guest on the show, Frank Cespedes, who's a professor at Harvard Business School, I think it was total expenditure U.S. each year on sales is $90 billion dollars. On sales, so we're saying okay, roughly two okay. percent of that is spent on training, which, <laughs> in any other case, would seem laughably low. Right, right. As a percentage no, that you're that, spending on developing your employees—that's ridiculous. Yeah, and and if what we're really talking about is allowing us to compete and win more successfully, then that's at the heart. I mean, it's at the heart of their job, but it's also at the heart of what the business is trying to accomplish. And so that is a driver of success. That's that's more than just a, right. a training obligation, as you mentioned. In episode 443, I spoke with Lolly Daskal. Lolly is a leadership executive coach, a speaker, and author of an excellent new book titled The Leadership Gap, What Gets Between You and Your Greatness? If you talk, excuse me, I just sure. want to say, you tapped into something, and I want, to, I want to stop for a moment and articulate what you're saying, because what you're saying is what makes my book so different also. So, I want to stress this, sure. and I think, I think you've hit on something that's really an aha moment and very insightful. Most people will ask me, you know, I need to be really great at my job, right? So, if say, let's talk about sales, right? Mm-hmm. So, they'll say, what apps do I need to know? What technology do I need to know? How do I, how am I, how can I be on top of my game? And I say, I don't think that's important right now. And they go, what do you mean? I say, who you are is more important of how you do things, when you do things, where you do things, and why you do them. Because people will tap into who you are, and that's what will make them align with you. That's what will make them trust you. That's what will make them have confidence in you. And if you're a person of integrity, if you're a person that has competence and you come across as someone they can trust, then whatever you're selling them will be okay. And people don't get that. They're buying from who you are as a person, and that's what this book is about. It talks 
about who you're going to be. That rebel means step forward in your confidence and competence. Let people know what you're really good at and let them find that they can align themselves with you. You don't have to sell anything to anyone, but present yourself in the best light of who you are. On Frontline Friday this week, something special. It's episode 444, and Bridget and I welcome in Chris Orlob to the show. Chris is Senior Director of Product Marketing at Gong.io, and we had a great conversation about the differences between men and women in sales. Right. Okay, I'm okay <laughs> I jumping to it. I, I, listen, I read Chris's article and thought, oh, it was a surprise to me, so I'm happy to jump. I know you two aren't. But okay, right. go ahead, so so let's yeah let's indulge the stereotype that that you know male account execs are all juvenile and you know have okay. ADD and, and can't okay. focus and okay. <laughs> okay. and the women are I'm all thinking. you know empathic and very intent on listening to what the customer says yeah I, again you know, I, think, I think what you said is actually really important though because you pointed out at the beginning of the discussion that. It's their counterintuitive insights. So we're not, you know, we, we can't use our confirmation bias, but you just caught both Bridget and I using our confirmation bias. You know, we, we believe that listening is the effective sales skill. So we're interpreting this data through the lens of, well, even though women are talking more, uh, they're still listening more than men because they're paying attention. And, uh, <laughs> I, I think it's important what you said. Yeah, thank you. All right, so the next thing you have, which I think, ties to what we just talked about is you found that men interrupt their prospects 4.2 times per hour, women 6.3 times per hour, or, or almost, almost 50% more than men. So what, what's that tell us? Bridget? Well, this is one of, yeah, Bridget, you go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I, I'm, <laughs> I want, I want to hear it first. Cause I got all kinds of confirmation biases going on, okay. off, you know, warning okay. bells. So, so your answer is probably going to be more interesting than mine because this is a stat where, frankly, I'm speechless. <laughs> uh, this is this is one where my only answer is correlation does not equal causation. What I'm not getting at is do not interrupt your customers more often uh, as a way to increase your win rates, which we'll get to eventually. But uh, with, with that and unsaid, unpack it, Brid- Bridget. Finally. Episode 445 with Sonia Simone, founding partner and chief content officer at Copyblogger Media. I mean, I think the art of sales is as, as, as crucial as it ever was. And I think any organization that's smart is going to be able to just see that. Just look at your sales teams, you know. Um, who's performing? Who's not performing? I mean, there's an art to it because it is about connection and it's about people. You know, I always say that about like um, search engine optimization and people go nuts trying to figure out the algorithm and, you know, they're playing to the algorithm. A lot of bad content is bad because it's written trying to make the Google algorithm Mm -hmm, happy. mm -hmm. You know, and I always say like, well, when they give algorithms credit cards to buy my stuff, I'll think about it. But I mean, you know, (laughs) just you wait, just you wait. Yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe so. And when they do, you know, I'll think about it, but I got to connect with a buyer. I got to connect with a person. Um, But I can use, you know, I can use technology to facilitate that and I can use technology to, to help light the path. You mm-hmm. know, a little bit and say, okay, you know, this message, I mean, it's wonderful for that as a writer to be able to have tools and say, this message expressed in this way resonated. And that one, you know, it's just people didn't get it. 
mm-hmm. you know, and then you got to figure out why. So that's it, friends. Another excellent week of Accelerate, the world's best sales podcast. Please take 30 seconds right now. Go to iTunes, subscribe, leave a review. I personally want to know what I can do to make this an even more valuable resource for you. For our regular listeners, I'll see you bright and early Monday morning. For everyone else, we'll see you again back here next week. Until then, I'm your host, Andy Paul. Good selling, everyone. 